so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are free! Hey, what's up? This is Ho Ho Hong Kong. I am Andy Curtin, and that may be the very last time that I say that. Are you dying? <laughs> I'm dying laughing. <laughs> I'm here with Vivek Marblebani. There you go, getting the name right. Muhammad Magdi. Yes, also. It's nice to be back on the podcast. Yes, yeah. welcome back. Uh, uh, this is Andy's ghost, by the way, talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and his hologram. If you're listening to this, I you are dead to me. <laughs> 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 I'm not listening to this episode then. <laughs> yeah, this is my final, final pod, man. Yeah, the it's final ho-ho in Hong Kong. Oh, man. Uh, uh, so the first thing we're going to do, Vivek, is yeah. to change the name. That's right. <laughs> to an actual name that doesn't have a I- sexual implications. Exactly. Karina was saying I should I, I should start a <laughs> podcast and call it M- M- Melbourne. <laughs> 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 Melbourne. <laughs> That'd be good, actually. This is also Andy with all his punchlines just way too early. He yeah, already yeah. told people where <laughs> he's going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I wow, way to ruin the surprise. People have listened <laughs> the first 30 seconds. <laughs> 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 I'm already there, baby. Yeah. Or is yeah, it exactly. a plot twist? Is this a plot twist, huh? Uh, plot twist. Pot- oh, hey. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Okay, let's pick someone else to take over the plot. <laughs> uh, the Australian's coming out of me. Anyway, go on. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it's been a fucking journey, man. Like, what, what did we start? We started, like... I think it was a casual mention. You walked up to me like, hey, man. I'm like, well, you're like, hey, you want to talk? I'm like, I could. You're like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't remember. But what was it? April 20? Yes. 2020? I don't even know what year I think April 2020. In. And we were just, we did a show at the Riff and we were talking afterwards and you mentioned the idea that we should have a podcast. Like you used to have the podcast with KF in Shanghai. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck yeah. in the middle. Yeah. You mentioned, yeah, let's, let's do something like that. I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, I can talk. You did know. you do it by yourself for a while here or was it always with Vivek? I was doing Stuck in the Middle here by myself for uh, stuck in the middle was also here and, yeah but i was doing it by myself and it was I, you know i really love podcasting i it it had become kind of a self indulgent thing mm. and i thought i want to make something that's you know a bit you know for the audience a little bit more mm. um, and that was kind of the seed of the idea and mm. then i thought this city does lack podcasts a lot as well and we could do something great about the city and obviously you have such incredible insight into the city and we'd done you know we'd done an episode together ah. we, you'd been on Stuck in the Middle yeah 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 and, yeah, we, and it was great we did it in the park yeah mm. yeah yeah it was, it was the park okay yeah I remember now yeah yeah because we just sat there and we were talking about the bench and we were talking about comedy and it was just a great sh- like yeah I, I was doing yeah. an episode about the Cantonese scene so I would occasionally when I could I would you know have a guest on but it was predominantly just myself and I found that the podcast was just one person like unless you're a genius like Bill Burr, it's yeah. just like it's very hard That's to hard, to. Man. It's just like the one person for you know an hour or whatever. It's hard to do. It's very hard to do. But it's but that's kind of the challenge, and yeah. and it's it's a different thing. And people that like it have really strong connection with it. Yes. Yeah. If you listen to a podcast with two or more people speaking, it feels ideally like you're in a conversation where you're not just chatting yet yeah but if you are listening to a one person podcast it really feels like they're speaking to you because they are yeah that's true how yeah like also the flip side of this is that like i'm a huge fan of Bill Burr and his podcast and when he occasionally has a guest on i don't listen to it you're like get true, him yeah, out yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah i'm like i just yeah <laughs> 
is this? Yeah, yeah but it's then like, if I'm like listening to Mark Barron and he's talking too much by himself, I'm like, I don't want to listen to that either. Yeah, yeah. that was the point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's just Mark Barron. Yeah. yeah, his podcast is basically I just want to hear him ramble on and let's yeah. lose his mind. You're like, hey, my life's pretty good. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, one of, like insightful interviews. I go to other other podcasts because clearly Bilber is not asking for the you know smart questions anyway. Oh no, no, <laughs> like he he's a very smart guy. Like he knows yes. exactly where to place himself when he's always kind of on the wrong side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the inter the entertainment value, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. really works because yeah. you listen to his bits literally like he's thinking them out loud. This is basically his open mind. Yeah, yeah. You and then a year later, it ends up really special. polished on a, on a polished on a special. I'm like, oh my god, that yeah, was yeah, on the yeah. podcast, and he would do it a few times on the podcast. Yeah, literally like an open mic. Yeah, yeah. Until yeah. he's like. And he also has a great gauge on when this works and when I'll take it to the stage. Yeah. Even though he has no actual feedback from the yeah, from yeah. the podcast, it's fascinating. Yeah. So that's very true. I mean, yeah, that's, that's like as you said. Sometimes it's fun to just listen to that one person talk, and mm. then you kind of going into their world and what's in their head. And I think also, you know, from a comedic point of view, th- there is a real value to doing podcasts and developing your voice and finding how you speak and stuff. And and a one person podcast is much more similar to doing stand up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just and you've got it, it. It's also like it's flexing that muscle of thinking while you're speaking. Yeah, which is hard. Oh, trust me, I've, yeah. I've met many people who don't think when they speak. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like people don't realize this is like, especially when you're headlining or something. You can start a bit, and yeah. your mind is totally elsewhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's oh, automatic yeah. mode. I, like, how many times? Do you, I, I I get this all the time. I, maybe you don't get it, but sometimes I'll be I'll miss a bit. And I'll start a bit, and I'll be like, "You're thinking of what I'm did like, you miss? What was that bit that I missed?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I'll get it, dude. Know? Sometimes I like I'm do I'm on stage, I'm looking at someone, and I'm doing my my thing, and then I'm looking, I'm like, I want to make fun of that person, but I I I have to think of something yeah. while I'm completely talking about something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I did that the other night. Uh, uh, did you? You yeah. You were like, um, you the. There was the girl in the, who interrupted the host. Oh, uh, right. And you're like, don't talk to her. I'm like, she's good. Uh, she's going to be gold. Yeah. And not only did I get tons out of it, so I waited. It was mm. right at the end of my set. I just started bringing her I remember it, now, yeah. It was like a real strong close to the set. Yeah. yeah. And then Ben talked to her and he got stacked. Like, cause, yeah. Because Joe Klosik, to me, is the best crowd work comedian that I've worked with. Mm. And his whole thing is like, he says, you know, one in, if you've got 100 people in a room, one of them is itching to make your show better. Right. Yeah. It's not the person that wants to be funny. Yeah. It's not the person that wants to be part of the show. Yeah. It's the person that when you ask them normal questions, they just kind of give you these off kilter answers. Yeah. yeah. That give you tons to work with. Yeah. 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 And you they're know? not like trying to make a joke out of it. They're like, just the answers yeah. are just interesting. Like, they're not like trying to, to steal woman, the show. Yeah. Yeah. A Ben said to this woman, Yeah, how long have you been married? And she goes, Nine years, no, 12. Uh, right, you yeah, know? boom. It just yeah. like you know, straight yeah. away. Yeah, there's she just didn't so need much to make a joke or make no, it weird. No, she wasn't trying to be funny. Yeah. She yeah. was just just lost in the moment. And like, yeah. And like when I was up there, you know, I was like, you know, you're doing a good because she, she had interrupted the show, and I was like, you're doing a really good job of not talking. And she's like, I'm here to heckle Ben. Uh, I want to make his night. And I was like, are you talking about the show or afterwards? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah. it was just he kept going from there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, oh yeah, back to we're, I think you're talking about solo yeah, podcasting yeah, solo and podcasting. yeah. So so <coughs> we'd done this episode yeah. at at night uh, in the park, <coughs> and I just knew that we could do a great show. You know, it was easy. It's easy for us. You know, we, yeah. we don't we don't really need a topic to just go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've never done a podcast with either of you actually, where mm. I was like, 
we did where we didn't have something to say. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, we also like yeah. We talk. I think the three of us talk for copious amounts of time <laughs> off stage. But, but when, off, you, but when you have people, it, ironically. It, what's good is because we can pick it up. Yeah. But there would be more. We, we're more likely to hit, to hit a moment where they where we have to think about what to say. Yeah. With a guest because guests can be. Yeah, yeah. Of course, anything, different. You yeah. Know? Um, and having that as a base means that you never lose it because yeah. it's like if you don't have something to say, we've got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, it was good. I mean, it's I I'm I'm sad that you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I know we're jumping guys... around here a little bit, but wh- wh- where are you going? What's happening? So I was offered a job with our own, with our previous employer. Oh, um, Kung Fu Comedy? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm back you go working. back to it. Yeah. I'm back working with The Riff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, back back mm. with Live Nation. And nice. I will be head of comedy for Asia Pacific for their, their business. So, so thankfully, I'll be able to, when borders reopen in 2091... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'll be back in Hong Kong with some level of frequency. Nice. So yeah, I mean it was it was a big opportunity for yeah. me to leave. Um, I never thought that I, you know, coming from where I come from, uh, doing what we do, connecting the dots isn't such a simple thing. Like right. I didn't know how I could do what I'm doing and move home. I just didn't see that there was even a possibility to do that. And then it got thrown at me, and I was like. Yeah, that's that. I was like, this may never happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. If I don't take this one, I I don't think there is there isn't there's maybe one or two other jobs that exist that would be similar. Yeah, and that's not even to talk about my eligibility for them. Yeah. Um. And so I just ran at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and if also I'm being like with you, yeah. like like. Things happen, and everybody has a line. And for some reason, for me, just 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 emotionally, when I saw the National Security Education Day having the guns in the schools, the plastic guns in the schools, yeah. I was like, "That's it. Yeah, mm. that's my line." Yeah, fair enough. Well, so yeah. things, things I don't want out. the kids around that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, you have kids. You have different. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely different perspective. Um, and I mean, also at the end of the day, we're all we're all happy for you because we knew you're not gonna make it in stand up. <laughs> so the, <fact laughs> yeah. the fact that you finally found a corporate job is yeah. great for you. Yeah, <laughs> so you can still be among stand up. Yeah, yeah, you can be among stand up, so you're not too sad. Yeah, but you know. I haven't worked in an office for ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so weird, man. And they already sent an email. I guess weeks ago. Did now. they tell you that you're wearing suit? You have to wear a suit. They said there's a minimum requirement of two days a week in the office, and oh. that's a COVID thing. Oh so wow! It's gonna go up. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like Bleh. little Andy in <laughs> little Andy in his suit. Yeah. I might not last, you know. <laughs> Dude, I want to see Andy like meeting people, giving up name cards and. Hands. I know, I know. Two hands or one hand? That's the question. Are you gonna? Sure. Come on, I've been doing this for twelve years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Am- yeah Do I look yeah. like an amateur? Yeah. 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 yeah he's not an animal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I handed it to people with my bare paws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just casually, fucking savage. My single hoof. Yeah. Here's a card with information. <laughs> you already know from my emails, but yeah. yeah. I, it's, but it's an interesting, you know, you joke about it, but mm-hmm. but this idea. Have you ever heard the expression a shadow career? Uh no, no. So it's like when you identify your passion, and you but you try to sate it by doing something that's adjacent. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's okay. exactly what you're yeah, doing. That's, yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah. It is. Yeah, but I yeah, I think maybe I mean I am to an extent un, un, unquestionably, but then I look at it. And maybe I'm just justifying it, but I look at it like 
you know, Dwayne Perkins is a great comedian and he yeah. writes for a TV show. Yeah. yeah. And that takes up a lot of his time. Oh, that's yeah. a lot of people as well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. People, it's a but lot of comics. I but mean. he's also funny on stage. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I am not comparing myself to Dwayne Perkins. Yeah, yeah, I no, love Dwayne Perkins' yeah. comedy. I wish I could but be I think, his I think, toenail. No, honestly, like, if yeah. you me, it's actually also the evolution of a comedian because like, you can't only just say, I'm just going to do... To stand-up. get out of comedy? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> to go around in a circle. Like, roast of Andy Curtin, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so, uh, because the way I, think, I see it is that you come in full circle. In other words, like for example, like in comedy, like you might have started comedy thinking, I'm just going to do stuff on stage, stuff on stage. But you need to go through like the corporate gigs, the, the bad gigs, the yeah. hotels and everything. And then when you do that show on stage, you're like, all right, now I'm a refined comedian. I've gone through all this stuff of experience. I know what it's like. And now you're seeing the backstage, literal backstage of the comedy as in like, the production side, mm. the producer, the business of it. So when the day comes to you to go back on stage, you're coming with all this experience, yeah. experience you know, and your comedy will be different. Not just like, hey, I just tell jokes. Like I want to have a joke that will encompass all of this knowledge and experience I have yeah right? I mean I don't know if I have any aspirations like that but I certainly I you know I never want to give up the performing and, and maybe that'll change you know but but well it's the good thing is at least that way when you like produce shows and everything unless say someone drops out you're like I, I could fill the time yeah I joke, but that happens you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you like, had a spot for Jeffries like that or was he just throw you on last minute? I, it's it wasn't that he needed me, yeah. but but I was there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. And he was a like, lot of a lot of famous comics do the like say the same thing. They're like doing the door at the club or whatever, and they're like, oh hey, someone is not here. You jump up. You know, it was a weird thing because we we, we it was in Hong Kong actually, and we were in the car from the airport, and I was telling him because it was weird because he hates promoters, mm. and he was very standoffish when I first met him. And he loosened up and I, I was saying to him, you know, I was like, I really want to be a comic and this is the path that, you know, I've had that I've I've found. Yeah. And he just goes, I want you on tonight. Yeah. And I was like, here's the other thing is like at that point, the riff, the, the Kung Fu comedy had been shut down mm. for like two months. Yeah. It was the biggest break I'd had since I started. Yeah. Wow. It was because. And then I mean, he offered you the biggest show. It was, the biggest, it <laughs> yeah. was both the biggest break and the biggest break I'd had since yeah, I yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, and so that was crazy. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's been a weird journey, you know, because like we started doing this in a bar in Shanghai. Like I started doing open mics in Shanghai and then, you know, I was, I've run two shows for Dave Chappelle. I've run two shows yeah. for Kevin Hart. I've, and, and the business in Australia is an even bigger thing that I've, I've gotten to. It's kind of a weird thing. I don't know. You know, you kind of like you, ju- you, you, you follow the opportunities that align with what you, the direction you think you're going in, but you don't have that much. Yeah. Isn't it kind of meta that we're like, co- like recording it in Hong Kong and Andy's listening to this episode right now <laughs> yeah. in his and office in Melbourne? Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to this. <laughs> oh no, trust me. After working over there, you're like, I need to, I need. Yeah, you like, will listen to it. Dude, yeah, I'm already listen. beaten down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go back to the old episodes on crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone's three... like, did you touch my soup in the yeah. refrigerator? <laughs> you're like, <laughs> just preparing a rope, <laughs> wrapping the, like, he- the headphone cord. Yeah, exactly. Your tie that you have to wear in the office around your neck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like two corporate meetings are like, just give me the podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, something. dude, friggin' conference calls. Oh, oh. Uh, Zoom calls. The worst. Yeah. 
No, the worst thing is that you're going to have to change from... Oh, words. the good news also is like everyone in Live Nation loves Andy. So it's going to be so easy to work with. <laughs> 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 Wait, you're the one that... You said they don't like me. You're the one that gets blocked by people on WhatsApp. Yeah. Hey, that's just... Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what, I'm, what I'm looking forward to is that you basically lose your mind when you have to deal with all the uh, vocabulary in the corporate world. For example, like that's align our goals and all those kinds yeah, of... Yeah, I like, mean, okay. I'm pretty familiar with... I mean, I worked for Live Nation for three years. So, so I sent him an email before that says HYG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't understand. And I had to explain to him. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. That is like, that's corporate talk. People and it's just like, you know, it was easy. send me stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, though. Like, uh, as you do comedy and you encounter corporate stuff, you get those emails where they throw on certain words and you're like, I have yeah. no idea what that yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. And you have to pretend that you yeah, know, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you know, funny you mentioned that because there is no manual for working as a promoter. No. Yeah. yeah. And when I, especially when I started at Live Nation, I do, would constantly get asked things that I had no idea. And there's different words for the same thing. And I, I would like, I was so new. I'm like, who can I ask to figure yeah. out what this is? Without Stuff them realizing like, you don't know. People will be like, what's the back end on this deal? Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, like... Um, you know, there's just, just so many words now that they're just in the vernacular. Yeah, jargon, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I still get to this day, I get asked. I mean, even just like P&L, like, yeah. um, is, is a word that's used constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Um, and, you know, like it's the like writer, green room, like all yeah, this yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. I like, mean, green room and everything you probably know from like just, just being a pop culture. culture like, yeah. Yeah. There's nuances to how it's used and yeah, stuff. True, like, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Is it the real, like the back, like the dressing room? The well, like there's different writers that people have. There are production writers. Yeah. There are uh, yeah. catering writers. You know, yeah, there's yeah. all this. Yeah, some stuff can be intuitively figured out, but other stuff is, is really cryptic and can get asked people are yeah. ask you on a call on the spot yeah. yeah and you're like oh yeah we will definitely have the so explain yeah. explain some of them for the layman like when you're saying what's the back end of this what does that mean the back end is is that in most large acts will will have a split of the profits mm. so the back end is the percentage that they're getting mm. uh, okay, okay interesting so so like if so you, is that is like a guarantee so you might do it no it's the opposite so you might do a show for a flat fee mm. Or you might do a guarantee with the back end. Right. So the flat fee is like you're getting 50K. That's yeah. it. But the, yeah. the guarantee with the back end is like you get 50K or... Yeah. Or 30% or 70%. So basically minimum yeah. 50K or if it makes more money, then we make the split. That's why it's a guarantee. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah. that, yeah, that second one is the oh, back that, end. So, so you, again, you call that yeah. a versus deal. Yeah. It's like, what's a versus deal? Yeah. It's saying it's the, it's the flat, like yeah. as opposed to a flat... A flat plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A flat plus is like... It's like bonus plus sellout bonus. Exactly. Yeah. Right? As opposed to a versus deal, which yeah. is like you're going to get the flat amount or you're going to get the split. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whichever is, is higher, I guess, yeah, for the act. versus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, just... He passed the test. We yeah, already right, knew yeah, all of that. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I was like, you definitely didn't know. Yeah, we already <laughs> <laughs> versus deal. If someone came, yeah. I'll give you a versus deal. I'm like, well, I'm not fighting. I'm negotiating. Sweet fighting. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I'm in prison today <laughs> for trying to cut off the head of someone who offered him a versus deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was like, no. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we came to Hong Kong, you know, because we had this plan to open a club in Hong Kong before Kung Fu Comedy was shut down. Yeah. 
Yeah. And in fact, we, because we were doing so well there that we're like, it was now is the time to open up shop in Hong Kong. To be yeah. fair, we also had a sense that we might get shut down yeah. at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. And we were very meek in our aspirations here in terms of the size of the room, and that didn't work because the rents were so expensive. I, I still genuinely I, believe. We couldn't find a room. We couldn't find a room. Yeah. And then Kung Fu Comedy got shut down and we said, we've got to find a room. And that's when we really ramped up the bar side of what mm. the business would be just so that we could justify getting investment for like a, a larger premises. Yeah. And I mean, I still think the Riff will be the most beautiful comedy club I will ever see in my life. That, yeah. That's exactly the sentence I was going to say earlier. I still genuinely believe that, that obviously it sounds very biased since we built it. But I don't think any comedy club anywhere would be as nice yeah. as the riff was. I mean, not obviously as successful <laughs> or as like long lasting, yeah. but like as beautiful as it is or has like how well designed it is to just yeah. to be a kill room. It's just been built by comics and not by people who are trying to maximize your F and B. That's right. Yeah. It's just like nothing would be as beautiful. Yeah. 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 Which really sucks because like we have been there. We just, ho- this is our memory now. Yeah. And I know for a fact, no matter how much money I make, I'm can't replicate that. No. Yeah. No. And, no. And you need, it's a moment in time. I mean, yeah. you, you theoretically backstage is the closest thing that could get. Yeah, of course. And we, we, we quality, yeah, well, yeah. it's not just the quality, dude. It's, it's, it's the opportunity. It's like, yeah. <coughs> to, to go and open a comedy club in the US as an outsider is impossible yeah. and as an insider you're already going to be tied up in the mentality of how those businesses are run you know yeah. whereas yeah. coming at it here we come at it from a clean slate we have the support of the scene you know I, I to, to give you another example I couldn't do it in any other I wouldn't have the confidence to do it in any other city in Asia mm. because they just don't they couldn't sustain a club that needs to be as busy as it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe Singapore, but the scene is fucking imploded there anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 it won't happen there. It just doesn't have enough experienced comics. I mean, there's the depth, no depth. The depth there's of the like, lineup, yeah. the depth of the lineup in Hong Kong is a stand. I mean, look at our lineup, dude. Yeah. Dude, we have like, on our there's lineup so alone, headlines. there is like, I was going to say, we have about, because obviously I do the scheduling, we have about 15 headliners. Yeah. Dude, there's. Which is insane. Yeah. Dude, I can For count, a small scene. I can count five off the top of my head people on our lineup who've been on Comedy Central. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Including yeah, the three of us. Yeah. That's um, really something. Yeah. 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 And uh, Garen's also been on there. I don't know if you guys are aware of that in case you hadn't heard him mention it every 15 minutes for the last 10 <laughs> exactly. years. Been on I loved, by the way, when you were opening for, for, uh, for Ben Quinlan. Yeah. That was very funny. Won the 2015 Comedy Festival. Clearly has done nothing since then. <laughs> <laughs> that was he loved it too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he told that me was right. At first he was like, Where is he going with this? Yeah. Where is he going with this? Then I was like, No, that was great. I was like, Where is he going with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's roasting Ben. Why is he doing that? <laughs> Does he <laughs> <laughs> did, like, did he fight? Yeah, exactly. He's like, uh, what is happening? That was funny as so. hell. <laughs> yeah. And nah. uh, I mean it's I, I'm it's so conflicting because this scene is uh, you know, uh, it's a little... Dirty. Well, I mean, you think of it this way, though. The good thing is that it's the scene right now is at a point of maturity where it doesn't need that much, you know, spoon feeding slash uh, the training wheels anymore. The scene is kind of running. Yeah. Not to say that it's like, you know, free flow, just let it run on its own, but it's like, it's enough that the momentum's there. So yeah, for sure. Of, yeah, but you know what, dude? How much momentum was there before the riff opened? Uh, it was really on and off, man. It was, dude, it was, dude, before the riff opened, Jamie was shut. Yeah. Tambi wasn't running shows. Yeah. It was 
there was when we first moved down here, there was not a lot of options. Yeah, there was the aftermath open mics, and then there was your festival. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which obviously is once that a year. That was like the yeah. only. That was the only. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. actually the like only shows we could. Outside of that, I was. Yeah, there was very, very rare. Was like Garen would run the, the one at Mudita, oh, which yeah, is yeah, also like a month. Once, month, once yeah. a month, you know. Yeah. yeah, there was nothing regular. Yeah. yeah so it's like oh, there was no. As in, yeah, there was no real. You could say the scene, like for example, someone spoke to you today, like oh, this weekend, yeah, this weekend. Exactly. Really there was no the regular show. thing every yeah. week. Whereas, like, I don't want to like take claim in everything that's going on right now but i think it's it's pretty clear to me that the the presence of you know our team really running at the promoting has transformed the enthusiasm both from the audience and i mean and to be for uh, like, I, right? i'm not gonna shy away from this like i think jamie deciding to open take out again is because of oh, our 100%. existence 100%. Oh, yeah no question yeah. about it yeah 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 yeah, it's like you. Are, he might deny it, but like the fact that like the, he had no chance before we kind of like revitalized things. Yeah, and he's like, oh, okay, I guess I have. You know, I guess there is a scene. There I is a scene is exactly. No yeah, also benefiting from the fact that number one, he's like completely copying all of our marketing, <laughs> yeah. and number two, you know. People are enthusiastic about stand up again. Yeah. It's yeah. become a hard thing again. I think yeah. also because the reference is different. Okay, so for example, before if you were lucky, you'd have a good show, and you know people, hey, that's a good show. I'll tell my friends. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. regular enough. Like, hey, go go this week. We'll go this week. Yeah, like, I got to wait a month. I got, I'm not gonna remember that. Yeah, exactly. Number one, right? Yeah. Number two, also like the quality. Like you would go there, like yeah, it was a show, but is this something I'm gonna tell people? Hey, you have to go check this out. Yeah, be really great. There. You can't be good. You got to be great. Exactly. Because yeah, yeah. People, you got to be so great that people will come back. And people have a need to tell their friends. And you know what I've really noticed is like. So we check the buyer's records every week. Mm. And the num- there's a girl that's come to seven weeks in a row. Yeah. Which is, which is a little concerning. <laughs> but uh, She's not a standalone. Dude, I, I could name. No, no, I know, obviously. I, there every week. The, the number of people that are repeats, coming back yeah, the repeats consistently, are, it's yeah. astounding. Yeah. And it's just stacking up. And it's why I know. I mean, I've been doing this long enough to know that backstage is in a phase where it just needs to stay the course yeah yes. it will grow yeah yeah it's it's got you it's, it's this is a momentum game yeah it is if you are building momentum if you have a momentum it's long breath game as well yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when you're when you gas out so quickly yeah. and when you're not consistent enough it just like the, the audience don't trust that you you have what it takes oh, to man, build I a just, whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that constantly yeah like these people go you know, there's a promoting a show is yeah hard. Promoting a consistent show is a. It's, it's seem like game. it's, like, it's yeah. like sports. Like how long can you can you, you win, win one match? Exactly. Yeah. Win a, yeah yeah win yeah, my match playoff, versus that's yeah top. that's but right. It's also, I find like newer promoters and smaller promoters tend to lean on what I call short term marketing strategies. It's like yeah. I haven't got enough tickets for this weekend. How do I fill up this week? And they are exhausting. Yeah. yeah. And they tap out. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. You know, like Definitely. brand building is a whole different thing where you are. You build loyalty, you build trust with your audience. Yeah. You're developing a larger pool of people that come to shows and you're drawing from that. So you can draw from that pool every weekend mm. and be full as opposed to scrambling all the time. And it, don't get me wrong. Even if you're building a pool, you still got to scramble. Yeah. You're still going to have the occasional show that needs you to lean on short term marketing strategies just yeah. to bring your numbers up. Um, but it's that kind of balance that, you know, I see such, you know, backstage could easily, the numbers that backstage are doing now, if it was the riff, it would work as a business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm not talking about the money coming in. I'm just talking about, because backstage doesn't, 
you know, it's not a bar. It's not it's not able to do a lot of the events. Like like the Riff could we were bringing 60, 70 people to an open mic. Yeah. yeah. And you don't sell any tickets, but you make drink revenues. Yeah. And you can do that, you know, two of those a week and then you're booking third party stuff, you know, so it actually works as a thing. Yeah. Whereas like backstage what I'm looking at is like how many people can it get in? And if you can get that many people in, then rolled into a venue, it works. Yeah. And that is why you're working in an office job. <laughs> you know, it pains me that I, I'm so passionate about stand-up. Yeah. But I'm just like a way better promoter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's good. Right? That's good. That's, yeah. a, that's a good skill to have should the day come that you realize you're not So funny. it's kind of like being like really passionate about football, but end up being like the little boy who collects the balls yeah. behind yeah. Yeah. the goal. I guess where the balls go. Yeah. Kick you know, it. Yeah. I, I've always been apprehensive about trusting people in stand-up that don't do stand-up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Because Same here. Yeah. they're so often in it for the wrong reasons. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's like it's such a hard game that is only worth it if you have the thrill and enjoyment of getting to do it, and also being a comic and hanging out with comics. Yeah. Um, but if you took those things away, it's a pretty rough place to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. also you're dealing with a lot of egos. A lot you of. You don't make a lot of money. Yeah. You don't make a lot of money. It's also I imagine for a non-comic, it's really not fun. Yeah. Like if you are like someone's tour manager or whatever and you're just there all the time. Yeah, tour managers are probably a different one because tour managers I would put in the category of like people that work in production and people can enjoy production as a game. Sure. No, I agree with that. Um, but if you know, you're a comedy lover, you know, like it, it's a different feeling as well. Yeah. Like, you know. But tour managers, you know, a lot of them won't just tour comedy um, or, you know, they, they are people who are... The, their passion is running events. Yeah, well. th- yeah, yeah. Running they a night they, they're, they're, they're the guys that know how to come into a room and fucking fix a light and yeah. show. Yeah, you know, yeah. The yeah. technical. I, I, yeah. Tour managers are kind of mm. a, one group of people that I would say are more normal, mm. as distinct from like comedy bookers that don't do comedy. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're like, there's, it's always, I find it so often they've got some weirdness. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of them are also people who are trying to do comedy, but no they one would book could. them. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. wish they could, or no one, they actually try, and then no one would book so them. They like, book themselves. they become, and they book themselves. And I think some of them will be even funnier if they think they're not good enough to book them, their own oh, <laughs> themselves yeah. on the show. <laughs> yeah, they book everyone else except for the yeah. themselves. Like, no, nah, this show's that good. So what are you guys thinking about the podcast? Like, what are you, what do you want to uh, do? We're shutting it down. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Enough's enough. We're calling yeah. it No No Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Done We're that, calling right. it Aya. <laughs> yeah. Sort of riffing on the Melbourne thing that we were saying if we moved to Singapore, we'll call it So So Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> but it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. You go there, like, what we talk about? I don't know. So So. I, think I like yeah. Singapore. You don't like Singapore? Yeah, no. Singapore's great for three yeah. days, man. Honestly, yeah, that's after exactly three days, right. I'm like, yeah. I can't be He loves anymore. it because, you know, kids and whatever. dude. Yeah, you are boring. Dude, exactly. Food, there's one clean. way to be boring and there's one way to be Singaporean. Yeah. Right. First yeah. of all, you get a way bigger apartment. It's cleaner. Yeah. How, many, how much time are you spending in your yeah. apartment? Dude, uh, I have a, a big apartment here. I don't spend time at the apartment. It's it's boring to mate, just live in the mate. house. Dude, I, no, okay, okay. So <laughs> I could happily live in a small apartment if I was a single person. Yeah. But with kids in a small apartment, it's mind-bending. No, I, I get that. What I'm saying is that if that's the attraction of the city, how big the apartments are, that's, that says a lot about the city. Well, no, you're comparing it to Hong Kong. Yeah, like, like sure. I, I think that Hong Kong has, 
you know, the, the big thing is just that it's scenically different. Yeah. Is, is a big thing, which you don't give a fuck about. Oh, you mean the trees? <laughs> yeah, they're green everywhere. I mean, like, yeah, yeah Singapore exactly. has trees. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I just always had a good yeah. vibe from Singapore. I don't want to yeah. poop It's just it. boring. Like, have you think of the things that we do here. Like, we have done a lot I of do fun shows, things that's here. That's all I do. No, no, no. <laughs> but we have done a lot of fun things here. We went, like, trekking, hiking, water pools, whatever. All of this stuff. None of these. Singapore is fake. There is nothing that there is no nature. There's nature. In yeah, Singapore. there is fucking Sentosa Island, which is like uh, some other bullshit, you know. Made up. it's kind of like Dubai. Dubai is the same. Unlike yeah. actually Dubai, like Singapore is one city. If you go out of Dubai, Dubai kind of sucks. But if you go out of Dubai, it's gorgeous. Really? There is, yeah, yeah. There is desert. There is mountains. There which is which part's gorgeous? So there is a, <laughs> so there's a place there's called Sharjah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there is like a place oasis. called Sharjah, which is like yeah, literally there are like yeah. oases. And you can do, go like sandboarding. This is like just a lot of nature. Wow. Singapore has what fucking the the boat on they have top a of night safari. Yeah, a boat on top of building. Yeah. Yeah. which looks yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's the supposed infinity pool where you're like that was pointless. Infinity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so uh, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, honestly, with the podcast, I think the fact that Mohammed and myself first for high energy individuals. Yeah. So I'm sure that definitely the podcast will be super fast paced. Yeah. Yeah, that's one I can guarantee. Yeah, and I think also because I think I'm we're gonna have to preface every episode, but it's like you might have to slow it down yeah, by two exactly. <laughs> times. People are like I didn't realize I double speeded the exactly. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Download this podcast player, which can go zero point five x. What I'm gonna do is each, each episode you put out, I'm gonna listen how many minutes before the guest gets to speak. <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming there will be guests. Uh, hilarious. Yeah, we will yeah. call them witnesses. They'll be here on the episode watching <laughs> us talk. Yeah, yeah. Which is literally they are a guest. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna yeah, be yeah. your only listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say honestly, like our personalities are the type that we've got our own issues. But also, like listening to you talk in previous episodes of the podcast, mm. like you're not afraid to basically go hit, uh, hit the harder question. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah. You, you talking about when any like punched Niri Vitachi in the face? Yeah. 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 No, we're talking about <laughs> any, like we're, 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 we're talking about any being a pussy, basically. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also seeing like on stage as well, like Mohammed will address certain issues, like in the audience or the situation is going yeah. on. He's not gonna be like, oh, let's say, let's all be happy, guys. Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm definitely interested that I'm sure we'll get some uh, some guests where they're nice people or not nice, whatever. But like you wouldn't yeah. be the type of like let's just be polite. I uh, know. I yeah. I do want to up like the the risk just a little bit of yeah. like just making it a bit more um, not exciting is not the right word, but a little bit more buzzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exciting's not the right. A little bit more boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so what you, what podcasts? What episodes? When you think about what we've done so far, what comes to mind? Like, what's been a good episode for you? Uh, for myself, a good episode, we, let's say, uh, with uh, uh, David Young. That was great. That was really good because like his insight was really interesting about talking about vegetarianism and how he came about it because he also is a type that he's bringing you a new angle on the topic that we're all like, yeah, we all we, we can do that. We understand. For example, like the vegetarian lifestyle, vegan lifestyle mm. and stuff. He was talking like you cannot force people. You cannot you know, guilt trip into them. You got to make them like say we're all having a good time and you can join us as well mm. by just changing a certain way. You're you like, can't oh, okay. shame people into you action. You can't shame yeah. So inside like that, like for me, that's what I like to listen to from people where I'm yeah. like things that open my mind and maybe go like, huh, very good point. Now, how could I do that with my life? How can I not, you know, shame someone that I care about and maybe yeah. do what I want? I love learning from these guys. I'm genuinely interested in the stories we've heard and, and, I, and it's, it's kind of cool after a while to be like, Oh, I, I know all these interesting people that I wouldn't interact with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During my normal stuff, you know. Yeah. Like there, there was, there were tons of good ones. I mean, I think Bobsy was an interesting one that I, yeah, Muhammad, yeah, uh, did. Um, 
I really like the Ben Cowling one, the one that Ben, ben Cowling's been amazing. The one that you the fucked one up the audio yeah, the on. Audio <laughs> yeah, the bad audio one. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Sarah Tongue was amazing. Sarah Tongue was awesome. Uh, yeah, there's many. Dapperant. Actually, I really yeah. like the episode that we, the three of us did at his house. That was really oh, fun. That was yeah. That was a very good distraction. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah, basically yeah. just comics yeah. talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really loose and funny. Yeah. I would say like so. What Andy had has done already is that mm. he has these kind of categories for episodes. For example, you have the more like the the deeper storytelling. Yeah. You have the comics to shoot in the shit one. You yeah. Have the one that really insightful, mind blowing one. And I think definitely with Muhammad, I mean, I'm sure we'll eventually start having new categories. Yeah. Okay. For this type of a uh, guest, we can definitely go with that angle. Yeah. 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 You know? So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. It's really hard for me to like just gauge like okay, we're gonna do it this way. So I think. No, I think it's episodes? like you. Yeah. You kind of like figure it. out along the way, which is exciting in and of itself. It's yeah. Like yeah, yeah. All right, how can we do this better after a certain episode or yeah. something like that? Dude, one thing I kind of like about it is that if you, you know, you, you say, I know what's going on in Hong Kong, you know, I read the newspaper stuff, but it's like you realize that the media does present the city in a certain way and a person who's really knowledgeable about the city in a casual conversation gives you a really different insight to it and, and a better feeling for the emotion of certain things. And, and I find that... I, I hope that people listening to the podcast, it really deepens their understanding of Hong Kong. And, and I certainly feel like for me as well, I mean, even just like talking to, you know, Dr. Marin Pierce about like the um, the oh, sustainability, sustainability issues yeah, yeah. that mm. the city faces. Like, just yeah. don't think about that stuff. Yeah, you don't. And if I read an article about it, I think I'd gloss over it. I would yeah. sort of have that same mindset of like, okay, here's a guy who's benefited from the head of welcome finding a plastic bottle in the beach near their house and they've leveraged that to change mm. the way that, you know, that, yeah. that um, I think so. I love that the contrast. I mean, so uh, Andy usually like you come from a more like analytical or like more mm. intellectual <laughs> angle of questioning, and whereas Muhammad, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> comes from a very a volatile emotionally. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying like that's yeah. a really good contrast because then now yeah. we're gonna have guests who are like you know intellectual, logical, and everything, and the two of us are like losing our minds. Going, yeah, like, oh. which is why we should get Nori back on the podcast. <laughs> oh which is you, you and oh me. My oh, dude, I genuinely be. think we should do it at some point because he he's an idiot he and would, I'm, I'm would, just gonna say it yeah, right away yeah, yeah. He he's would, an idiot he, he would totally on. do it no, he, he would come on oh I don't know and <laughs> that's a very good point actually like he uh, might be for all you know he probably forgot no, like, no no and no. we're like oh, nah he wouldn't forget he yeah, knows what he we're is, up to but the thing is that the, the chaotic expats group yeah has been harassing him his Facebook yeah. page and I've seen him comment on it he thinks it's us. He yeah. It's, cause he yeah, he doesn't he have the connection. He yeah. describes them as comedians. I'm like, yeah. it's not comedians, dude. It's a Facebook group. Yeah, it's also they're trolls. They're self-identifying trolls. Like, they're saying they're trolls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, at some point, not so soon, but at some point, I would like to invite him back. Wow. And it's just the two of us. That's I have sweet. some regret <laughs> about how much of a free pass we gave him. Which is why I would invite him back. But, but I also <laughs> think in my I know, defense, I think I genuinely think we did a good job. I but think he got much worse <laughs> after we recorded it. Yeah. But, you know, online, online these days, I mean, he's just... I'm also not really following him. I hear about him from you guys. He's a flagrant liar. Yeah. yeah. 
I've, I've stopped. Like I can't follow him anymore. No, no, I can't. I had never followed him in the first place because, yeah, whatever. You know, but I mean, he had this whole thing where, uh, you know, Vic Park was shut down for June 4. Yeah. And he went into Vic Park, like a different part of Vic Park. He was yeah. like, mm, the fake news media says the park shut down, but I'm in here. It's like, mate, there's 7,000 police officers there. Yeah. It's like people are letting you walk through the grassed area. Yeah. Like there's parts, of, clearly there's parts of it that are still open. Yeah, next like, time we have him on, it's not going to be Andy, like nothing. rational, like <laughs> analytical, just... You, you and me yelling at him for an uh, hour. What well, <laughs> well, what I hope, though, is that I'm trying to, you know, trust that the, the that someone listening understands. You of know, course. I, don't yeah. want him to, I want him to hang himself. I know, I know. I'm obviously yeah. joking. It's more compelling, I think, if, if, if yeah. he hangs himself. Yeah. yeah. And he said some absurd things. You know, he said that... Uh, he goes to the June 4 vigil oh, every year and lights. Oh, yeah. For no, the he said, but he also uses this stupid fucking vague words like, for everyone. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay, right. so there are victims and there are people who murder them. Yeah. Which one? Everyone. And, like, and it's right, like, right. Oh, okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work that way, but okay. It's kind of like, you know, if you're talking about World War II and, you yeah. know, all those Nazis that died, you're like, yeah. everyone died. That was such a tragedy. Yeah. It's like, all right, buddy. All right, you're going there? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's it just, yeah. Uh, it's also like you're like right. Like people, joke, my uncle died in a Nazi concentration camp. He fell off the guard tower. Oh, that, that's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So I think definitely there'll be some. I I truly believe there'll be a lot more volatility. Yeah. In, in the podcast, yeah. depending on who's on. But I'm fairly certain the fact that we'll probably be inviting more into intelligent people. As yeah. We want insight rather than just like we just want to just create drama with somebody. Don't right. Agree with. Right. Yeah. So no, I don't think you guys would do that. I think. N- that, yeah. No, but even it, like it's, it in, in its own way, like unless someone really deserves to be on the podcast that we don't agree with, we want to bring them on to kind of clear the air and everything. I mean, actually, I, I mean, there is something else that I also want to maybe discuss is uh, because you're a Cantonese speaker. Uh, we can get some people who don't speak English. I've been fascinated by Golem on Langkwai Fang. Oh, that Did, guy? Did he die? No, no that's that's the Elvis oh, impersonator. The Elvis, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to get Gollum. Like, obviously, not even for a full episode, but I'm thinking of getting like those really Hong Kong famous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah people know. Who the only the only problem is that they don't speak English. But yeah. now that you're here, I want to try to we get can. those like you know. And it's just like, if we interview Gollum for like 15 minutes, like, yeah. what the fuck? I don't think anyone knows what this guy is. Like, yeah. what, what's his he's story? He's just hanging out all the time. And he just hangs out. Party with him. People he's trying to party get with the ring back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why he's pointing at people. Like, I want to ask him, where's the pointing coming from? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's the history? Also, where do you live? Like, what's your history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you? Yeah. Next thing you know, he's like, no, I, I own this building over here. Yeah, that's why I'm I, he's pointing amazing. at he's pointing at all the buildings yeah, he owns. He's, <laughs> that's that's why he's place, going. That's <laughs> my place, collecting some rent tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. well, that's I, great. I mean, I know you guys are gonna kill it, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's sad to hang up the boots on it. But I also hope when I come back into town, you know, I can come back on and. Uh, I would say about that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it depends on the lineup. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Before you come back, just just ask us if we have slots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I always sorry, have. sorry, Gollum's booked. Uh, oh, <laughs> exactly. <my>. <laughs> <laughs> I always have slots. I don't know about you, but <laughs> thanks, guys. 